Welcome back to the Rosen Podcast. Today's episode, Good Kid, Mad City, is brought to you by Killer Cocktails, the official drink of Terry Rosen Podcast. That should sound dope, don't it? It does. <laughs> it does. Sound like somebody like getting some money right now. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Killer Cocktails, the official drink of Terry Rosen Podcast. Um, today, Good Kid, Mad City, we're talking about some real shit today. Um, I want to touch on Jelani Day, Lori Lightfoot. Simeon, um, school shootings, the rumors of other school shootings that I'm not even sure if they actually happened or not, um, and things of that sort. But before we get into that, y'all make sure y'all go order y'all some killer cocktails, all right? Please do. They real good. They gonna get y'all fried, though. Also facts. facts. Because I don't don't (laughs) drink no more. And the last time I drank, I think I drank like a half, maybe a quarter bottle of that shit, and I was kind of over here fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might need to go back to the episode. I promise next week, I got y'all. For sure. Um, the quote of the day is, when the finish line is unseen and the distance is unknown, you find out who you really are. That What that means is, it's like, uh, I actually got the quote from David Goggins, and he was basically giving the example of when you, um, he was in an army, and they had to run, right? So they had to run how many miles, and they always knew where the finish line was at. So everybody... All the soldiers running with their head high to the finish line, but they know if the boot camp instructor keep running, they got to keep running. So it, you you think you finish up the finish line, but if this nigga keep going, you got to keep going. So he say when they running, everybody here to be held high. They get to the, they go into the finish line and they cross that finish line. If the nigga keep going, everybody head drop. Mm. They like shit, <laughs> but they don't know when this nigga gonna stop. And then you see who really like about it and who really not. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, we don't know when we're going to stop. We don't know how far we got to run. But we see who still got their head held high, who don't get no fuck what the distance is. They just going to do it. You know what I'm saying? While other people just going drop to they, drop their head in. Whatever. But I'm going to tie that into the conversation we having today towards the end of the social. Make sure y'all stay tuned for that. Um, getting into the first topic, um, Jelani Day. Um, I actually saw you post a lot about Jelani Day. I posted him as well um, when I saw, you know what I'm saying, Everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, it seemed like it really hurt you, though. It did. I mean, um, shit. I mean, I had a lot of friends that attended Illinois State. Um, okay. So his older brother actually went to school with one of my homies, that dad from gun violence that went to Simeon. So yeah. it's like, you know, everything just be so tied into each other till sometimes you just sit back and be like, damn, like everything be so connected. And it just be yeah. wild sometimes. And I mean... You know, when the story first happened that he was missing and, you know, every couple of days, you know, new details dropping. And it just, it ain't feel right from the beginning. So now that it's like the end result, unfortunately, was that he was found um, not alive. And it's just like you look back on them details and you like, damn, like all this stuff that the police could have said or could have told his family or and they yeah. didn't and they wait to the end and it's like that's hurtful because it's just like you kind of like you could have been put that family in a space where they could at least start trying to find peace and trying to right. heal and they didn't they just kept all that information away from them and now it's just bombarding them yeah so it's um, fucked up. i think it's obviously like a very unfortunate situation it's just confusing seeing all the reports because yep. um on one end you see the report that say 
you know, he was last seen getting out of his car, going into a dispensary. Mm-hmm. And that's on camera. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if he's on camera going into that, that means everybody who went in that bitch should be on camera mm-hmm. too. So we should know who's in there with him. And then if we don't see him come out, but the car was on camera, but the car was found 65 miles away, right. shouldn't we see on camera who got in the fucking car if we right. see him getting out the car? Right. So it's like, what the fuck going on? This shit sound like and it ain't that hard like, to figure out. He like, looked directly me, into the like, camera. <laughs> Like when he you was checking into the dispensary, looked dead at the camera, and yeah. um, there was like he had a charge on his card, like from something he did right before the dispensary. But I'm like, okay, most dispensaries be on some cash only, like okay, so they probably couldn't see, right. like a charge from the dispensary. But I mean, where was when he leave the dispensary? Like, right, yeah. and then you know the the whole clothes thing, like that shit was crazy. Yeah, like well, explain the clothes thing. Um. So basically, he had um. Yeah, because he had a he had a meeting with his advisor that morning, actually. Right. And um. So he went to school with a suit on for the meeting. Meeting was at seven thirty in the morning, I think. Absolutely. Never went to the meeting. Right. Um. Y'all know he was pre med, so he actually also had a patient that day. Yeah. He didn't meet the patient. Right. And that's what the alarming part was. Yep. Because it was just like you know. He that's unusual for him. Like you pre med, like you take something seriously. Obviously, you're trying to be a doctor. Like right. that's a very serious situation. But then he also had class. Yeah, he didn't show up to class. Um, yeah. and then was seen not in the suit. Like done skipped over all this shit. Said fuck the meeting, fuck the class, fuck the patient. Went to the dispensary, had this on. Then when they found his car, the shirt and the hat was in the car. Okay, so the time he was at the dispensary was after the time he yes. was supposed to be with. Yes. Okay, so he actually wasn't missing yet. He was right. Like, That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think the the I think going missing for on, on a family side is probably the worst shit that could happen because you can't really get closure from that. I mean, now that he's been found, uh, you know, he's deceased. I think that they could get some type of closure. But, but I they could have like, been had that closure though. Yeah, facts. But I, I'm also saying like in situations like Kiara Coast where she just was never found. Yeah, like, that's very how could you get closure situation. from that if you you just supposed to say like you are, are you, you gonna just assume that the person that, died? Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? That's but you would up. never really it could be fifty no. years later, like you would see a motherfucker who looked like him from a distance and, and get and hit that yeah. feeling all over again. Yeah. Like damn like Yeah. That's definitely that some crazy. never ending Y'all remember those those two girls when we was kids? I can't even they was like the first kids that I remember like being reported missing. It was two girls, like sisters or some shit like that. Um, damn, I can't even think of their name. It's been so long, but like, um, it'd be shit like that that be on my mind. Like, they yeah. ain't never found them. He never girls. found them. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Never like, found them. And I was a kid. I was in grammar school. Yeah. They ain't never found these two girls. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many people in general, but girls, like so many women like that. Like, it's just yeah. that shit is wow. And then that sex trafficking shit crazy. I was watching a movie about sex trafficking. Sex trafficking, and, um, Oregon so trafficking, human trafficking in general. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what the name of. I caught it in the middle. I didn't even know what it was about. I was get, actually getting my uh, getting my car worked on. I was sitting in a mechanic shop and there was just some shit on TV. And like the shit that stuck out to me was uh, it was two girls. One of them had they was in a country where that shit just kind of like that happened. Like, it just seemed like it was the politicians was in on it. It was just like a mm. thing. Like that that shit just happened. It was in the Middle East somewhere. And uh basically or they might have been in I don't know. But they was in a different country and um very, very low respect for women wherever they was, just women in general. And um it was two women. One of them had already been sex trafficked and escaped and the other one had never went through that before. So the one who went through that was obviously more like 
you know what I'm saying? Like rough around the edges, mm-hmm. more like, you prepared, know what I'm saying? Like prepared and shit. Mm-hmm. So they was somewhere and the shit was finna go down. Like one folk finna come try to snatch him. And the girl who went through it before told him, she was like, like fight, like, like don't let them just beat you up and, yeah. and snatch you. Like fight yeah. till you die because if you survive the shit, you gonna wish you was dead. So just like fight fight until you either get away or force them to kill you because you're mm-hmm. not going to want to, like, go through that shit. And you know sometimes, anyways, they be, like, you know, they look at certain women and think, like, it's going to be easy or it's going to be an easy task to just snatch a woman up. So, you know, most of the time, well, some of the time, I won't say most, but you fight back enough, yeah. they be like, no, nah, just... I ain't gonna yeah, tell. Let just, them go. Like, let her go. Like she, she doing too much. Let if, her go. It fucked me up because the news reports. That was a news report of a lady. I think it was on Stony. Well, a nigga was a sex trafficker. He threw ass. He threw the lady in a trunk. He didn't do it on Stony, but he threw her in a trunk. Like maybe a couple minutes ago, an hour mm-hmm. ago, whatever. He pull up to a gas station on some regular shit. She found a way to hop out the trunk. She hop out and take off. But the dude had already went to the gas station and came out. And while he was pulling out the gas station, she popped out the trunk, hop in, like hop out the trunk and run off. But when they got the picture to do it's a black man, bro. And it, it shocked me. I'm like, gee, it's, it's regular niggas. That, this is yes, a nigga that you would see walking down the street every day. And he's snatching and up yeah. other black women yeah. and putting them in when sex that little, trafficking. That, like, that video of that, that little shit girl should be worse than murder. came out. Like, she was, like, waiting on her bus. Mm-hmm. Like, waiting on the school bus. She was, like, nine years old, waiting on the school bus. Dude, driving by, drove, drove by a few times. Like, you know, he gets out. Walks up to her and just like grabs her. Like yeah. just grabs her. And that little girl was smart as hell because she just like started fighting. Yeah. Like she just started fighting. Like her instinct was just like it was grown woman like. <laughs> like yeah. she just started fighting. Nigga, I and don't his know you. ass ran off. <clears throat> like he was just like but the way that he just so like coyly just walked up and was just like nigga you done did this before like you've done yeah. this before this is not your first time snatching anybody a couple months ago it was a shorty like on king drive like 61st a, a little boy and it was a he was outside playing and i don't know i guess i it'd just be certain shit to me like if uh, you five six seven i feel like it need to be somebody older outside absolutely you know what i'm saying Why, especially, especially in this day and, this day and age, age you, know what I'm you saying? can't like, do yeah. that i remember anymore. being a little you young can't do that anymore. To be outside you know, life ain't block. like that no more but um he got out and snatched him and i guess the family members caught the last end of and they hopped in the car and chased him but by the time they chased him the police had stopped him on the e-way and shit now he looked weird he looked like he didn't snatch kids before but it's just sick that it be and it's like if that happens like that. and somebody like damn there gets away with it you can only assume that you've done this before well, for sure yeah I, fuck, I feel like that's not shit, your first time you just don't snatch it worse than yeah. murder you don't snatch a kid today absolutely wake up like that you know today i'm like, gonna start snatching absolutely snatching because people. when somebody murders somebody they're like there is still a possibility that they had a reason to do this or they self-defense or there is no reason to be fucking out here snatching children yeah at all yeah Period. and i think that like the potential of what the, the kid could go so if you're a part of that it's probably it's murder involved in that it's rape involved yes. in that. It's Come forcing on, people to take drugs. Like Come that shit on, man. Just, You're like, selling that's children. That's some of the lowest level shit you could do as a human being. You G. either like, selling this kid to somebody else. Yeah, G. Yeah. Or you trafficking this kid elsewhere, somewhere far away. Yeah. Or you you saving this kid for your own liking. Like, shit is sick all Huge. across the board. Yeah. Like, it's Thanks. fucked up. It's fucked up out here. And this whole, like, rings of, like, control from overseas yep. to here. Yeah. Oh, that shit. I mean, look at dude ass. So, I forgot his damn name. I done fucking compartmentalized the shit. 
But last summer, like when he finally went to jail and they claim he killed himself in jail, the white oh, dude. Epstein. Jeff Epstein. Boom. He was a different type of motherfucker. Look at that shit. That was a whole ring. Absolutely. Y'all taking women and taking they ass over there somewhere. But going going off of like, like rings and shit like that, organized crime. You got the article for Lori Lightfoot trying to sue. Is it all Chicago gangs, or they just shooting the G? They just on the GDs because of that song. I'm dead. Song, you like, funny as hell. No, it's 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 all Chicago gang shit. Um, she did trying to. She's me. trying to tie it into gun violence. Like she's trying to. She's trying very hard to make it sound legitimate and smart, but she's failing nonetheless. Um, so basically, what she's saying is, um, I'm just read it so I don't be trying to like. Uh, so Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says she will continue to fight for an ordinance to go after the assets of gang members despite a temporary setback. She said the city has a responsibility to re- to protect residents threatened by violence tied to those gangs. The ordinance was introduced on Tuesday and was sent to the Rules Committee, committee where it's often said ordinance go to die. But she expressed confidence that it will eventually pass and she put gang members on notice. <laughs> Put down the guns and stop the violence, she said. But if you choose to continue, then we will hold you accountable. Okay. I ain't mad at her trying to hold people accountable for gun violence or, like, especially when kids get killed and shit like that. I just think it needs to be a more direct thing to people who actually commit crimes and not just a whole gang. How about we start with the police department? Okay. Them doing their jobs. Right. To catch these people. Facts. To, to be where they need to be at the right time instead of bothering folks for not doing shit. Yeah. Like, come on now. You 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 want to attack the gangs? Like, that's the biggest one we have here. For sure. Yeah. So, okay. if you not, like, trying to put an ordinance in the CPD and, like, trying to really, like... Like, get your house in order get first. Get your shit in order. Yeah. Like, you can't be out here talking about some, put the guns down, we will hold you accountable. Bruh, if CPD was really doing what they were supposed to be doing, people would not be able to be out here just with these fucking guns shooting everywhere, shooting kids, killing kids. Like that wouldn't be happening. But they never where they need to be. They never they never there at the right time. They want to bother people that don't be doing nothing. Like it's just like, gee, like what the fuck? I'm how, and how y'all how you gonna y'all can't they can't even catch them. So how you about to catch them? To sue them. If yeah. CPD can never put their hands on a motherfucker that's out here shooting, how you about to just catch these gang members and be like, yeah, we're about to sue you? When yeah. It come, when it comes to police in the streets and shit, I'm kind of like, like, th- like, on like, not even both sides, but kind of like, we say sh- they the biggest gang, which they is because they be on bullshit. Facts. But at the same time, though, like, it be a lot of niggas with guns. Absolutely. Like, I, and the, the thing that I don't understand is like, I got stories of my homies, them, they finding guns and alleys and shit. Like somebody to drop these guns, them, they off in the hood type shit. Because that's what, what be going on. So it's like some systematic shit. <laughs> that's like, exactly what be going right. on. They, they know niggas can buy guns at any given time. They know, yes. you know what I'm saying? So even with them being in the wrong spots and fucking with people who innocent and not even doing shit, but I feel like they'll never be deep enough to actually get all these niggas with these guns. Because yeah. it's, it's just too many niggas with yeah. guns, you feel like. 
I got four niggas and all their ass got like 12 guns a piece. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they, just, they don't even need that many like, guns, but you they get them got guns for them. Because y'all know, you know, they got charges and felonies and all type of shit. So y'all didn't go to the goddamn gun range or gun store and get but these fucking guns. A felon guns. can go to the range, though. If oh, I right. got a the range, car, yeah. I can take a felon. They don't even check for that shit. Yeah, that's you know fast. But they can't buy uh, no gun. For sure, they can't. They gonna get yeah. them bitches off the street some way somehow. So you feel what I'm saying? So what yeah. you said is definitely true, for sure. They definitely be dropping shit off in the hood. Like, let's not forget about the train situation. Yeah. I don't niggas, know if y'all we used remember to hit them trains. Yeah, the niggas, train yeah. situation yeah. that trains. happened a few years ago, where right. this train just so happened to stop in Chicago, mm-hmm. and motherfuckers, of course, because that's what Chicago niggas been doing clip for decades clip now. Trains and shit. Trains. Right. Yeah, and it was like. War weaponry, yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. it was like AKs and but AR-15s, and at like the same time though, I feel like it, it's a deeper rooted thing because like shit, the guns is an issue, but it's niggas pulling the triggers too, facts, for sure. You know, what I'm saying? Like, a gun sure. ain't gonna kill definitely, a motherfucker people unless definitely somebody need to be held accountable. Want to kill a motherfucker? Yes. So it's like, what's the deeper? You know what I'm saying? What, it was what, the turn of the mic for me. It was like, here you go. The, <laughs> you get, you, you, get, you ready? You can throw it. No, I was just going to say what you was talking about, holding the people accountable, but I also feel like there's no um, rules anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a big thing. Like, when I was growing up, they used to tell us, like, go in the house. There was no shooting, like, not that people are purposely, but, like, if women outside, older people, they used to tell us go in the house. The older dudes would be like, it's time for y'all to go in the house. Like, no more Mm -hmm. turning rope, get y'all ass in the house. And, like, there is nothing that no more. Like, I noticed that, like, Younger ones under me, they just go to the people's hoods and just be shooting. Yeah, for what? For no started. reason. There was no, no reason. beef, no no nothing. Nobody just yeah. oh, we finna just we go spray their shit up. Yeah, they protected yeah. the hood. And let's think about like when we was younger, like how community gangs were. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like no gangs were very niggas, community. No OGs, they looked out shit. for kids. They put back to school goddamn events and block parties and all type of shit. Your kid be set for the whole year with school supplies. Who did that? The gang members. Let me ask y'all this, though, because we we do. You hear a lot of people say shit like, you know, that 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 era didn't teach us the right way to do shit. But we'll sit here and be like, well, we saw them doing all the right shit, but we ain't doing that shit ourselves. So. Where's the disconnect? disconnect. Like, where is the disconnect? Is it on us? Because it's like, we did see the shit. We did see niggas doing shit the right way at some point. I definitely think partially, yeah, it's on us. It's just the world the way it is now. Like, shit's so different. You know what I'm saying? Like, the internet, for for sure. Right. And them same big homies that niggas had back in the day, we ain't come up with them big homies. You know what I'm saying? It's still some of us with some sense Mm -hmm. that'll tell a motherfucker to go to school, that'll tell a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But like you said, back then it was six or seven, eight, nine, ten big homies that was making sure your ass went to school, making sure your ass wasn't disrespecting your mama at the crib. Disrespecting no elders. Yeah, and it's kind of like contradictory (laughs) because even though they was making sure you was doing the right shit, but they was still damn near recruiting your ass for the game, though. You know what I'm saying? Still making sure your ass did the right shit, though. It's still kind of fucked up, though, like, you make right. him go to school and shit and do some of the right things. But you but got him out here time, on the corner for you, too. You might have him selling some weed, <laughs> yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it really, right. it, it damn it don't make sense at all. But yeah. like I said, it was more structure back then. Shit just. Yeah. Social but, media really fucked yeah. it up. Don't nobody, res- I mean, don't nobody respect yeah. nobody no more. I mean, with the with the whole thing, hey. like, seeing, seeing motherfuckers live a certain way and, like, you want that, but, like, you don't know how that motherfucker got that and you willing to do anything to get that. 
So right. you willing to rob a motherfucker? You willing to steal? You willing to kill? You would like, and it just like it just fucked up the the generation us and below us. It fucked their heads up. But we were the first people for the internet, though, too. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Like yeah, the internet shit definitely fucks shit up. I got a call (laughs) on the line. So Terry Rosen podcast, we live right now. You want to state your name or remain anonymous? Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy, what's up, baby? This me. What's the word? What you want, baby? We chilling, we chilling. What's going on? Hey, 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 man. See, you already know what I'm on, man. I'm rolling dope, man. I'm sipping Patron, man. AT, man, I didn't even know you was on air, man. Hey, bro, is the track gonna do my boy like that, T? They ain't gonna let him home? Nah, I think he over with, G. <laughs> T, they gonna do my boy like that, bro? I think he over. They say he gonna face decades in that bitch, man. Bro, 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 why they gonna do my boy like that? Put him over that mud like that. <laughs> that ain't right, T. That ain't right. That ain't, that ain't right, T. T, 53, 53 of today's, 53% of today's population is because of that man. They can't do him like that, man. He said everybody's fucking like, off Kells, huh? Hey, bro, he talk, all, all the niggas who, who out here piping these hoes right, bank that man that's locked up right now. <laughs> bank that man right now that's locked up. Because if it wasn't for him, it won't be no him. If it wasn't for him, it won't be no him. What about they the kids, though, G? G? G, I don't know if those were kids. G, they still ain't proving those were kids. <laughs> Gee, you just can't be saying no loose claim like that. Them was kids, it. man. You got, to, you got to show. Hey, look, hey, AT, hey, I know a little bitch right now from 22nd with that same body that little girl had on that 2001 tape. I know a grown bitch right now with that same body that the girl had on the 2001 tape. I know her. I know her. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, Gene. Hey, but we, right now we. we What's right, the topic? Right now we're rapping about. Uh, we rapping about the le- about uh Lori Lightfoot trying to sue all the gangs and shit. And the disc- hey bro, you, hey bro, that bitch a traitor, bro. I told you. Then I said she was the most, bro. Lori fucking mo. Lori fucking mo. Hey Mac, weren't we the first nigga seeing that? This about three years ago, G. Facts though. Lori mo. Bro, bro, uh, bro. She a snake, bro. She got a hey, hey, bro. You know I can't say what I want to say on the air, bro. But she a snake. You know what happened to snakes, right? Facts. We gotta get that snake up out of there, bro. She ain't for the people. She ain't for the nah, people. Nah, she definitely not for the people. Definitely not for the people. She definitely not for the people. That's for sure. We let the motherfuckers let that that salt and pepper fro and them motherfucking oh, big ass suits. suits. Fool. <laughs> they let the motherfucking suits fool them, bro. This bitch is a traitor, bro. This she a manipulator, bro, and it's crazy. And and now and now we seeing it firsthand. Yep. And we ain't gonna really know the and we really ain't gonna know the effects of this shit. It's a probably like next year around this time when the new school year starts. And, and when it's time for us to go. That's when everything going to start hitting for real. Facts. Facts. That's when everything going to hit the fan and we're going to see what she really was on and it's going to fuck the people up. And she going to recruit remember, somebody niggas, else like Rom recruited her mm-hmm. dumb ass. Facts. Facts. Remember, she had niggas like Chance the Rapper back and everything, bro. So what they say about characters like that, you feel me? Yeah. Like, y'all, you, you, you back in this piece of shit as woman. She a piece of shit. Chance. You back in it. I told y'all they call her Lightfoot because she used to hit stains back in the day. Mm. And now they let her, and let, now they let her become the man. Thanks. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, Brody. Ooh. All right, Mackie, man. See you later, big doggy. For sure. Aside from the R. Kelly shit, he just spoke a fucking word. Right, you already know. He just spoke a word. Aside from the R. Kelly shit, right. he just said some real shit. Like, Thanks. Hey, but check this out, though. So, like, as a teacher, though, right, like, I like kind of watch kids grow up 
and we all watch kids our own kids grow up our nieces and nephews but it's just like watching like groups of kids grow up together and seeing them go from like kindergarten or like let's say like my youngest group right now that's eighth graders I, I got them when they was third grade right so seeing kind of like if you got 12 boys it's only like three of them that's really like bad like that's really like yeah like they all in fucked up and I'm, I'm i was started off in inglewood so they all in fucked up situations they all kind of living the same but just with that spirit of like just being on bullshit, you probably got three of them and then you fast forward to eighth grade and it's out of 12 it might be three of them that ain't on shit. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like all of them kind of <laughs> and it's like you watch it transition throughout the years and then it's it's fucked up but you kind of see they them go that route you know what i'm saying like a lot of them you see them go that route get in the streets they carrying guns they some of the, some of their ass was driving to school in eighth grade like hmm. every day parking that teacher parking lot and we had to tell them to move the car like every day like the nigga just gonna park right here again today <laughs> just so we could tell him to move the car like mm. and it's just like i didn't seen it in so many different ways i didn't seen brothers grow up in the same situation and one of them is like i'm finna be the valedictor- valedictorian because my situation fucked up and the other brother like i'm on bullshit. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and they raised by the same parents and they just react to the trauma differently so it's just like just looking at like what chicago is right now and even you know, like we we look at the murder rate and, and how bad shit is now, and like even our our big homies, our, our pops, our uncles and shit tell us how wild we are. But when you really look at the numbers from the nineties, they was like double, like facts. Like it was like nine hundred murders in like ninety one. G, like you know what I'm saying? Like that shit was crazy. Like on some like like literally though. Like you know, so it's just kind of like. I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know what the solution is to the shit, but it's a lot of kids that's being influenced um, to go that route. And I don't really, I don't really understand where it's coming from. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's coming from easier. Them. It seems easier to them. Yeah. To to get involved in the street shit. Like when you when you got four five homies right. that's doing it, and your big brother did it, and your say. uncle right. did it. And yo, a lot of parents younger now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why wouldn't I do that? Like, I'm not gonna be surprised if, at all the homies I got, like a couple of their sons, and hopefully they teach them right to. But shit, I know some of my homies' kids fuck around and be in the gang when they get older. I just know it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how they was brought up. I know I got homies that was selling dope fresh out of eighth grade, in eighth grade, crossing over into high school, and like, you know what I'm saying? So, Yeah. yeah. Even if you trying to teach them right, tell them to go into school and tell them you still gonna be yourself. Right. So yep. if you around your daddy and he been selling dope or crack since you was a shorty and that's he been a felon, so he ain't got no job and that's what he gonna do for the daddy the rest of his life until he get booked and jammed forever or maybe make it. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers do what they see. Yeah, and unless yeah. your daddy is like that type of motherfucker that's like, I know I'm doing this. But you, but you ain't do doing this, this you know shit, and I and I swear to God, you not doing this shit, mm-hmm. and you gotta stay on, like you gotta stay on that shit, like right. or otherwise, I mean. But I grew up turning yeah. into a young man, thinking like, nigga, you not gonna tell me what I'm gonna do and not do. You know what I'm saying? You selling right. dope, nigga. The police at the crib all the time, nigga. Like, right. you not telling me like. What what you gonna have to kill me? Is it when once a man or boy get and they yeah. really wanna and they didn't been with their friends and they didn't. 
it really ain't shit you can't tell yeah. them. Especially when you fucked up out here or when you doing fucked up shit. So, you know what All I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know, man. It's I be scared just to see what, what, what shit turned into later on in the years from now. Because it's like, it was bad when I was coming up. Then what was we got a high school? It was bad, but like I, f- I feel like the thing I can say is worse now is it seemed like the gun violence shit started younger. I feel like at fourteen we were still fighting and shit. Like sure. niggas wasn't just shooting shit at like that. At least like you might have heard some rare shit. Get a gun. Yeah, it might have been like some, a rare case, and it might have been an older nigga that shot a, a younger nigga. But it wasn't no niggas that like we eighth grade freshman year just blowing that motherfuckers though. Like that shit wasn't really happening, and now that's like a thing though. Like. Like, that's like a thing, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of like crazy to sit back and watch, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, especially just why, why raising other people's kids, being a teacher. Jesus, like, you really raising another motherfucking kid, and they just, it's just like a switch hit one day, and they just like different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, something happened at home, or something yeah. happened to. A family member, and a part or... of it just be might not might be me just seeing the good in them and not seeing the the switch coming. You know what I'm saying? Because I just look at them like I met this nigga in third grade, so I always look at him like that little boy. Yeah, they could have just been you know building up, and you just never realized it. Yeah, I realized yeah. too that like especially with boys, I was like a, a counselor, yeah, and I just seen a difference from when I had them in fourth grade to when they get to eighth grade. Like that switch, like they become who they are. Like they're you're you're always moldable. Like you gonna be who you are. Like at in eighth grade, it was like, damn, like they look at this little boy. It's like now you outside, they going to jail. I'm like, you in eighth grade? What are you doing? Man, right. out here snapping. Like, what's happening? Right. Like that out that switch snapping. is crazy. Like, so molding them and then the stuff that if you they have to be older at home, it's translating to school. And like no teacher, if my mama can't tell me something, how a teacher gonna tell me something unless I respect them like that. Yeah. And that's and, rare. Very rare. It's rare, and school's soft as hell now. Like, like yeah. in the situation, I'm in a situation right now. It was a shorty, and I, I'm at a, I'm in a situation where like the neighborhood ain't like that, like that. Like it ain't nice, but it ain't like bad though. Like especially coming from somewhere like Inglewood, but over there they had shit like on lock though in Inglewood. Like the school was wild. The the, the, the I'm sorry, we had to do hella lockdowns to where like a motherfucker just got shot like in front of the school and. It's time to go home. So we got to lock the whole school down. Can't let the kids out. Like, that was like the norm. Like, a kindergarten kid, know, like, oh, damn, we on lockdown. Somebody just got shot. Mm. Like, everybody know what's up in that neighborhood. But now I'm in a situation where the neighborhood ain't like that. But the school wild as hell because the school's soft. Like, we had one kid that was wilding in the whole school that was wilding. Like, and to them, every, but from what I seen, where I came from, he the only motherfucker in here who would even be a problem over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody mm-hmm. else in here would probably be quiet as a church mouse if they walked in that school. You know what I'm saying? But he punching fucking computer screens out and cussing out teachers and this and that. He get mad and he tell them, like, I ain't eating lunch and I ain't going to class. I don't want the lunch. And since I eat, I, I don't want to go to class. They're like, what you want to eat? He like, I want XYZ from KFC. And they go get that they shit. They went and got that shit. I was like, boy, I'm finna quit. <laughs> like, I can't Only do for him this the shit, next day dude. to come back and punch another fucking computer. Bruh, and it's just like, it's it's enabling, you feel me? Yes, and it's like, absolutely. we're not really getting to Instead the bottom of, exactly of it. Exactly like therapy or like counseling yeah. or like, you know, or really just being sitting cool down enough to and like, talking to yeah. the little boy. I'm gonna go get you some KFC. You got me fucked up. 
well, what son. If that's the only like, he, like, I don't know the situation, but just like thought wise, like, what if that's the only all he, he eat, to eat? at like, home type nobody, shit like i'm homeless or or uh, not homeless but you know like i'm not getting fed for real it's i don't even see my parents my when my parents right. do come it's, home this is what they bring yeah, home like and, you know i'm gonna act out because like if i can get this and i can have like a kfc meal today and that'll be the whole day i can take that and I, right. i'm only saying that because i used to only see my kids at school then when i start going to a house it was so different they're a different kid than they are at school mm-hmm. versus when they at home mm-hmm. and right. it's almost That's- like they they it's it's just it just was different and I'm like damn I get to see how you live where you live who you live with how many mm-hmm. people in your house what you eating like at one point I'm buying my kids food like I'm at this point I was like 22 maybe but I'm like if I go there and I I only counsel like four of the kids it's six seven kids in there sometimes they cousins there they mama not home and it's just like I made it a thing like I'm taking them dominoes I'm finna get five pieces for this and some pastas you know what I'm saying because. I didn't know that this was going on. I'm only seeing them at right. school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, we doing therapy work, you know, force controls. I'm getting here like, oh, nobody paying attention to you. Nobody doing this. They telling you, you get ADHD and you don't. You just need to go outside and exert some energy. Like, mm-hmm. right. it's just so different when you see them in school versus like, in their house, in their environment. Facts, facts. That's real. And I think I think you do got to be sensitive to that, but while at the same time being firm and, and letting somebody know, like, in this environment, this was acceptable, this not was acceptable, mm-hmm. regardless of what happened. And um, I think in that kid's situation specifically, it ended up coming out that his mom was super disrespectful to him. Yeah. Like, talk crazy to him. And, and it was the like, only place he could exert that not, was not at that, school. It was a little deeper than that even, though. It, I mean, it, it was that, but it was also like he had a female teacher in his homeroom. And to him, she reminded him of his mom. But I can't go in on my mama, so I'm finna overdo it on you. That's what I'm, you know saying, what I'm saying, though. Like, you so know, that, like that, that's what the you're only saying. Place. But yeah, so it was like, like but to the males in the building, he wasn't like that. He was a whole different kid around a man in the building. But when it came mm. to this lady, he just told me one day, like, cause I, I had to coach him in football, and he spazzed out one day, acting like he wanted to square up with me. And I'm like, oh, let's go in the gym. Come on. He got in that bitch and got to crying and shit. Like, man, look, see, this was going on at the crib. It's fucked up. Like, and I'm just like, damn. Like, and he was like, man, she really remind me of my OG. Like, she always telling me to do some shit. Woo, mm. woo. But at the same damn. time, though, like, I know I could say whatever I want to say to her. You know what I'm saying? And my mama, I can't do that shit. So damn. it was just like, we got to the bottom Trauma of it. Trauma is fucked up. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's crazy. Trauma fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But I, I also see, like, when I see kids develop, like, like I say, it start off with those three kids that might be, like, more bold. And I'm just talking about their spirit. I ain't saying that they got to yeah. be, like, because they might not end up being bad in the long run, but they just bold enough to do what they want to do in any situation. Mm-hmm. It's not, you only going to get a handful of kids that's like yeah, that. Yeah, you got so many kids right? that's like, I want to see how far I can go. Yeah. Who going to try me? And they going to be the ringleaders of a lot of shit, though. You know what I'm saying? So when you see that same group go from third to now they in six, it's the other kids, when it turn into from three into nine kids in that class, the other six kids just following those three kids. Yeah. They really not, this is not who you is. You yeah. just being pressured by them. And I think that translates <laughs> to, a lot of niggas, how they just, it seemed like a lot of niggas get in the street that same way in a way of like, all right, I'm scared to tell this nigga no. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this nigga said get in the car, we finna go do this. I'm kind of scared to be the nigga who like, nah, I ain't doing that. So right. I'm just gonna go do this shit. And nah. I'm in this shit. I'm in this shit. 
That's you know what I'm saying? Like leadership in your space too, though. If you have a dead, they got boundaries. Got, we don't for nothing. Yes, we don't, right. this, this is, You will be that one to tell that motherfucker. Yeah, like, nah, yeah. he's talking about. No, I'm not going anywhere with you. That that's true. I think for a lot of kids though, they friends influence. It depends on how yes. much time you're spending with your parents versus yes. your friends, yeah. and who who got the stronger influence. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like me. After moving like from my grandma's house to just my parents, it was like my father influence was stronger than my friends. Like mm-hmm. it's like this nigga kill me. Fuck with y'all talking about. Yeah. I'm scared of that nigga. That's how it was with me too. That's how it was with me too. Like my mom, like she worked up until a certain point. So yeah. I was with my grandma. But like when I was in the house with my parents, shit different. Like what? Yeah. Boy, what? Yeah. I'm not doing nothing but, that my mama ain't say do. Right, exactly. Yeah. Y'all wow. And like, it was different having that like <laughs> when I like growing up with like in a house with my cousins versus being at home with my fa- like when my mom and, and pops alone, it was like it's all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Versus when it's hella kids in the crib, you could get away with so, being out all night. Like they yeah, don't really so have time true. to just to focus on everything. On that. You feel me? Like, versus like when it's just you, they on your ass. Everything you And do, it was just like, me. You can't breathe. Because around my, that I'm the only girl, I'm the baby. My yeah. brother's mm-hmm. eight and seven and nine years my senior. So yeah. by the time I got of age where I could actually do shit, like yeah. they was fucking gone. They was out the crib, like yeah. high school, college. Like so, my mom like yeah. yeah. Then I'm my daddy, little girl. So he like yeah. Okay. Like you feel what yeah. I'm saying? So it's just like you know, it was a less a lot of shit that I wasn't trying to do too. What do yeah. y'all think niggas could do though to catch kids a little earlier in that age group of like eleven to thirteen? You mean their sons or just like in? No, nah, like just because a lot of you know. A lot of people, a lot of kids don't have parents and shit like that, like for real. So it's like, what do you think could happen? On because we, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, oh, it's it's a poverty issue. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough sports in the neighborhood. It's not enough this yeah. or that. But on the realistic side, like actually seeing kids every day, knowing kids every day, a lot of the kids, a lot of the shorties, not really that approachable mm-hmm. when it come to like, because it's like, nigga, if you ain't giving me no alternative, what the fuck is you talking about? You, <laughs> like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't give up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just. Yeah. Try to talk to this kid two days and then like they right. be man get the fuck out of here. Well, and you be like man fuck you little boy. Yeah. Like okay, boy. like you gotta it's gotta be genuine. Like you gotta yeah. genuinely wanna be present, be present for this person. Like you know, care. yes, you really Actually gotta care for care. real. Like, and I, I mean, yeah. like any human being, whether they're young or old or whatever, you know, it it'll kick in for them eventually. That like. Alright, this nigga might really, care you know, about care me, about like, me. Like, okay, I never had right. nobody like this before, but this nigga might really care about me. Like, right. so you just gotta, you can't give up on, on that kind of person. Like, you just can't. You gotta genuinely, constantly, be there. And then and having a safe space too, because maybe they don't need you literally for on the entire it. third yep. grade year. Something happened to begin the fourth grade, and I know like this irritate nigga. Love me somewhere. I can go talk to him. Yep. I never needed to talk to you before, but you nah, create do. this safe space. You care yep. about me. And I remember that. Let me holler at you right Let me quick. talk to you. Like, hey, that's when you you gave them a space to open it. If I yep. never needed it before, I know where it's at, though. Yeah. yeah. That's how I was with my um, my pom-pom coach in seventh eighth grade. She was just my pom-pom coach. Like, she wasn't a yeah. teacher or nothing. Like, Boogie, I'm going to ask you, what, what do you feel like if you was to catch yourself at 12 and going into high school and look at different situations that you might have caught might 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 have found yourself in if you could be you right now and you caught yourself at that moment like what do you feel like you could do to be like to get yourself off of whatever you might have got into for sure you know what i'm saying uh, well see with me 
from 12 to 13, I would have had to really catch myself like beginning of high school. Like as a kid, I was always, um, I had parents, you know what I'm saying? Both of them had good jobs and shit. So it was me, my brother, my sister. Um, so coming up, I was the oldest and I was probably the worst kid. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't even like, like bad, like in the streets or like, but I was always doing some shit. I was always tweaking in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was always kind of like, I don't want to say rebellious, but I was always doing my own thing. Like I was, I was always, and I respected the, the fuck out my daddy and my mama, but I was always the type of person to just do my own thing. So by the time I got to high school, I was already stuck in those ways. And then like, like I said, even in high school, I wasn't bad. Well, but I was always, you know what I'm saying? Like I did what I wanted to do. And I like chose my friends. Like my friends didn't choose me type shit. Right. And mm. till this day, I ain't got no regrets with that because the friends I got and the, the shit that I went through in high school, it made me the person I am today as far as some of my views on shit and the way I move. And, but if I if I could have caught myself at 14, 15, I would have took life just a little bit more serious. And what I mean by that is I was always like, I ain't going to say on top of my grades, but I always managed average grades because my OG wasn't really playing that shit. Like right. graduating from high school out of uh, summer school, like she wasn't going for mm-hmm. that shit. Right. So... When it was time to clean my shit up, I always clean my shit up. I had an F in the class. I made sure I got that bitch to at least a D or a C. Because I knew OG ass wasn't. I think I would have just took shit more serious. Like, I could have got straight A's in school. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, right, I right. had Park High School. I, the fact that I knew I could just average the average grades because I chose to. Because I chose right. to do that. I chose to gang bang. I chose to still get in trouble and shit along with that. But I always managed to keep my shit together. Enough for me to make it out that bitch. But I wish if I could have caught myself, I would have. Like I said, I don't regret the niggas I know and the friends (laughs) I got. But they still could have been my friends. But I would have kicked it with their ass a little less. It took the books and shit a little bit more serious. Look look at it from this perspective, though, right? So you you can say that in hindsight, what you would have did different. I'm saying, like, what could a nigga have came and did for you or told you to make you do it different, though? You know what I'm saying? Because a nigga probably couldn't have told you nothing. For sure. But what could it do? Because if somebody had came and been like, hey, you know, what you went to, woo, woo, come get in this program. Or what, what could somebody have done that might that you feel like would have caught your attention? Like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck that street shit. I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Then nothing. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, with, with my daddy being the individual he is, like, my daddy was one of them niggas that was always trying to get me into, I had, it was more like I had a radio TV teacher. Right. She was a female. She, uh, I don't even know if I can say this word. But she on the masculine side, you know what I'm saying? And she, um, I was good at radio (laughs) TV. Like, I was on voice, person, voiceovers, making skits and shit like that. Like, I was dope in that shit. And she knew that. But she also knew I was doing what I was doing. And she used to try to cuff me. Mm. All the time, used to try to cuff me. Like, Lance, like, you could do this shit. And she was a plug. Like, plug that. Kennedy King media program plugged out at Alabama mm. Rush College. You know what I'm saying? Good, great media school. Like, she was plugged and could have got a motherfucker in there, got a motherfucker job when they got out there. Like, she was yeah. plugged. But at that point, because I started taking, I think, radio TV sophomore year, then like junior, senior year, that shit used to be double period. And by that time, 
the shit I had going on, the shit we had going, it was, it was too deep. Way. You weren't yeah. trying yeah. to do none of that shit. Deep. Yeah. Seven, eighth period, I'm then trying to duck and dip up out of school because I know these niggas damn near finna be up here. And shit, we was, at that time, we was still fighting, but someone random person might have a gun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we had to keep a pole. You know what I'm saying? And if it get there, it's going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. by like, by like, like I said, high school, like senior, junior year, I was in too deep. And you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I wish I would have just damn near fell back all. Like, I could have been a player nigga, a cool nigga, and had those type of friends, but still been the nigga that was taking school a little bit school. more serious, mm -hmm. going to class right. on the regular. And even still to this day, like, I'm still, like, I got, like, I did the shit that I did and was with the niggas I was with, but I'm kind of, like, still that nigga that, like, niggas know this nigga gonna keep a job. He gonna be at work. He gonna, you know what I'm saying? We know he got decent parents. He got granny. He got family, <laughs> household. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm still that nigga, but I wish I could have damn it been, I could have been way more player about it and really still had the niggas that I got, I'm friends with and chose to, then like TJ, shit. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Like, one of them type of niggas. Like, I wish I would have just took shit a little bit more serious as far as, like I say, school books and shit like that. Yeah. Like I said, I had a teacher that was trying to cuff me and trying to saw the potential. And I knew I had the potential. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, I still, I jagged it over. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I could still call her to this day. Still go up to Hyde Park and see her. And we gonna talk, but she's still gonna be kind of blue like, damn, nigga, you 30 now, nigga. Mm -hmm. You ain't you doing what the fuck the, I thought, yeah. what I yeah. expected you to be doing. You know, you might right. be working, you might be decent gig, but... I know what you could have been doing. You could have right. been on the radio. You, you still that been. shit. It ain't too late. Yeah, definitely sure. not too late. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. She a, she a damn. She a damn. They tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she would be thinking that she she the type of motherfucker that like man, nigga, you could have been doing this fresh out the high school, 1920. You could have been the man already. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so. Like I said, I wish I would have done it. Took her more serious, and just myself. I think I, I wish I would have took myself more serious at the time. Yeah. I was just serious enough to get by. It was like. I just I, did enough to maintain. I ain't gonna lie, with me it was kind of it was like similar. Like I was in a fucking um a Catholic school until seventh grade, so it was like very like away from the real world. Like a lot of shit that like was going on just didn't affect me. Like that shit just I wasn't. Catholic grammar school, preschool all the way through, but that bitch was in Inglewood though. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my shit was down. My shit was in St. Leo. My shit was right. You know what I'm saying, right here. So it was just like um. It was just a lot of shit that niggas was seeing in, in school that I wasn't seeing because the, the inside of the school was so different from a CPS school. But once I hit seventh grade and switched over, it was like a fucking culture shock. Like, niggas had guns. Like, it was well, not, niggas ain't had guns in that bitch. Niggas had bullets and shit. You know, niggas in eighth grade, like, hey, bro, I got a bunch of shells. Check this shit out. Ooh, we finna, we finna shoot, see if we can shoot some nine shells out of 38 after school. What the fuck, G? Like, what the fuck going on in this bitch, G? Like all type of shit was going on. Niggas bringing, I was bringing a knife to school after a couple months. Like it was, it was crazy. Then it, um, got to. it was crazy, G. It was crazy in that bitch. Um, and I think that I adapted, and that I think I got an adaptive personality. I think that I could be in any environment, and that's a bad thing, though. Sure. You feel me? Like that's a bad thing, bro. To be able to go in the environment and adapt to it, mm -hmm. it could be a good thing, but and. It, being young cases, and not really knowing who you is yet because yeah. now it's like i could adapt to any environment but it's like i right, that's not my environment right. so I go over that but being that young it was just like you'd be excited to be like not even excited it was just like well this what the fuck going on so shit yeah. like you know what i'm saying that. like yeah. this what the fuck going on i'm not finna niggas not finna being just older, go on me like so shit i'm finna it's either you with these niggas or you with those <laughs> niggas like that's how this shit finna go so um I adapted to the environment, and I think around the time of sophomore, the summer after freshman year, 
we was stealing cars like crazy. And I think, you know, we fighting, getting, we fighting niggas from the other side of the house to getting jumped on. All that little petty shit that everybody else was doing. But I think the, the wildest shit that we was doing was like, we was stealing cars like crazy. We all through the hundreds. And we don't even know none. We all like 14, G. We all through the hundreds stealing helicopters and shit. One nigga got caught. Uh, he got caught for something that had to get fingerprinted. We didn't even have nothing to do with the car. Got fingerprinted. It got linked to like 22 stolen cars. I ain't seen his ass since. He was younger than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but he was like the ringleader of the shit though, because he had the mask keys and all that shit. Damn. But right around Not that 22. time, I think what worked for me, bro, was right around that time I started boxing, right? And it got to the point where I was so deep in the boxing shit that I just didn't have time to be outside, G. Like, and every time it seemed like every three days I'd come back to the block and somebody, some wild shit just happened. And it's just like, damn, I'm glad I was over there. Cause I would have been right here with y'all last. And that shit was happening. From fucking 14, 15, all the way until I went to Carbondale. Like, that's just what it was. It was like, I never had time. And I think that's what shorties need now is like, bro, I can't even go with y'all. I got to go over here. And by the time I get done with practice, I'm so fucking tired, bro. I'm going, I'm getting back to the crib at nine o'clock at night. I'm going to sleep. I got to go to school in the morning. On the weekends, we going out doing fights and shit, or niggas who do AAU, they out, you know what I'm saying? They out playing their games and shit. So, and it's, it's, it's fucked up because it's only basketball and football where we at, but it's so much other shit. Mm-hmm. Whether it been art, whether it mm-hmm. been, you know what I'm saying, like music or whatever the fuck going on. If it was like recording studios around this bitch like parks, nobody would be outside. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody would be outside, bro. Everybody want to rap and shit. So I think that like if it was some way that Chicago could just get programs, like whatever it, it might be, yeah. that's from fucking four in the afternoon to, to eight, bro. And niggas getting home, whether like, they taking a bus, or whatever. Like nine o'clock, bro. After school matters, reboot it. Like reboot. After school matters with some bullshit. So yeah, after school matters, reboot it. After school matters with some bullshit though. That was some I fucked bullshit, with after school matters. Yeah. That was my very first. Well, no, I won't say that because I I went to music school. Like, it might be better shorter. now though. I don't know, but probably not. Nah, hell nah. Yeah. They definitely ain't better now. Yeah. But I mean, like that shit kind of like. That shit kind of like curved me a little bit, like you yeah. know, from from the bullshit. It like, it keep you out the way, G. Yeah. It's Having all about where you spend your time. Type shit, like, you gotta go straight home because at this point it's dark, like you know. Yeah. So it's just like that today, like with a plethora of things, like way more things than they offered back then. That's just the start, but it's a start. Yeah. I think every person, whether you five years old. 40 years old you are a product of how you spend your time yep period like how you spend your time is going to determine who you are and where you are in life and i think that it, that's critical in those teenage years like because it's like like you said once you get into some shit you in that shit you know what i'm saying and that could be the streets or that could be a sport because once i got in that boxing shit it was just like like, I ain't gonna stop doing this shit. i'm 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 mm-hmm. fuck outside i gotta go there's a tournament coming up or, you know what I'm saying? This nigga been fucking me up in practice. I need to get, I, I got to get to the gym. This nigga fucking me up every, all last week. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. But, um, you ready for your segment, G? Not really, she. What's my what segment? What you mean? You Cam's Corner. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> what's up? Um, damn, today, what, what can, what can I, what can I lay out on the table today? Um. Put your ass on the spot. You definitely Fuck did. Yeah, like, man. you was just in a whole conversation, oh. and then you just... We boom, way over time, Kim's though, too. I'll be trying to live with this shit to 35 minutes. We like, at 51. 
this always happens. This is nothing new. Like we went an hour and twenty minutes the time before last. Like this is nothing new. Shit, Cam's corner. Damn, ain't nobody on my corner today though. Like he just threw me off. Um, all right. So we was talking about fucking sex trafficking and human trafficking and all that shit. My women, be safe. Be fucking safe out here. Get y'all guns. And I know, like, everybody be like, motherfuckers always come out, get a gun. That's their only advice to keep a woman safe. Man, get y'all fucking guns. <laughs> get y'all gun licenses. Sure. Get y'all shit. Go to the range. Practice. Seriously. Because it's, it's, make sure if you fucking with a nigga, make sure it's a nigga that can protect you. Because it's a lot of shit going on out here. Um, Stay focused. Pay attention. Like, what else can I really say? Like, when you going out places, you walk into your car alone, pay attention. Always pay attention to your surroundings. I'm the type of person, personally, before I get in my car, I look in the back seat. <laughs> because, because, and you just never know. Like, motherfuckers be having all type of goddamn contraptions and fucking all type of shit opening your doors getting in your car waiting for you to get in it listen it's just a lot of we don't live in the same kind of world that we used to like we was talking about earlier we can't our kids can't just be playing outside women can't just be walking down the street listening to music jogging la di da di da working out it's it's just not that's just not the world we live in anymore i'm very hopeful that maybe one day we will make it back to that point but right now Shit is real negative and it's real bad and it's it's not covered by a positive light right now. So all my women, be safe out here. Be careful. Look over your shoulder at all times. Don't trust nobody that you can't trust, that you don't truly know, and just just protect yourself. That's it. Cam's corner. Facts. Because I shoot a nigga down. <laughs> okay? Facts. Before... <laughs> Before I get to my, you know, wrapping up of the show, I do want to promote this black business called NDK Dance Trio. It's three young uh, black ladies from the south side of Chicago. Um, they offer dance dance classes on all level for all levels of learners. Uh, they actually have a pop up. They have pop up dance classes. The next one is Tuesday, actually tomorrow oh. from seven to nine. Um, it's at India Media, Stu- Media Studios. Uh, 5553 West Belmont. These young ladies might be from the West Side. I think I assumed they was from that the South is Side. Far. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they do have pop-up dance classes. Um, and they're teaching dancing at all levels. So that go into what we was talking about before. Facts. Having shit to do. Facts. Having Facts. shit to do. We Facts. all need shit to do, something that we um can get engaged in. Yep. And something that sparks the creative sides of our brain as well. Cause yep. being in CPS, they do not spark the creative side of your brain. Sad whatsoever. to say, man. Sad to um, say. So check out NKD Dance Trio. You know what I'm saying? That's that's their uh, handle as well on Instagram. So check them out. Um, for me, wrapping up the show, um, challenge of the week for me, the challenge of the week is to stay committed to whatever race you're running and whatever that you believe in or whatever is um, near and dear to your heart. Uh, sometimes for myself, there's a lot of races I'm running in life, um, whether it be this podcast thing, taking that as far as I could go, whether it be um, fatherhood, whatever it is, there's a lot of different races I'm running in life. Marathons, not even races. Mm. And I think that um, something that I'm big on is being pro-black, right? Yeah. 
Yes. Like, I'm really big on being pro-black. And the quote I said earlier when I said that um, when the when the finish line is unseen and this is unknown, you find out who you really are. I think that applied to that aspect of my life because I, I've done shows before where I'm talking about real shit, pro-black shit, George Floyd, Rashad Davis, whatever the case may be. And people know how I'm coming when it comes to that shit. Even when I was talking about the, 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 the riots and looting on Facebook and shit last mm-hmm. year, um, going on rants about that shit. Um, but I think that me and a lot of us, we fight the battles, but we don't, we don't be down for the wars when it comes to that shit. Meaning I tell that, people this type of shit so much. You know, like, like y'all the, love the surface shit. Yeah, so like the like, finish line be is right there. So yeah. like you see this shit happen to George Floyd, are they gonna get indicted or not? Yeah. Are they gonna go to jail or not? What's yeah. the sentence gonna be? That's the finish line. Yes. But the and that's the battle, right? Mm-hmm. But the war is like this shit happen every day and every don't make the news. So what you gonna do about that? You just gonna get mad when it's in your face. No, personally. Yeah. That. Or you only are you only gonna get mad when it's viral, or are you gonna stay down for that TV. cause when it's not on oh, TV? Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And shout out to Tim Flowers. He was on the show and he had said that uh, he was talking to a radio personality, Leon Rogers, and he they was I think a kid had just got killed in Inglewood, if I'm not mistaken, and um, he had they was talking about Carmelo Anthony cheating on Lala or some shit on the radio the next day. And he was like, "Why y'all not talking about this shit?" You know what I'm saying? And he said Leon's response was like, "Sometimes you just gotta come up for air." And Tim's response was like. Nigga, these kids can't come up for air. The fuck is this time about? Like, like, and you know, in my mind, I'm and thinking who gives like, a fuck yeah. about fucking, like, leave that shit yeah. to the shade room. I'm not like, even with the, uh, the the celebrity gossip shit at all. But in my mind, I'm just kind of like, I feel where Tim coming from, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you do want to talk about other things sometimes. You do want to be entertained. Sometimes you do want to laugh. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you want to balance it out and get real. Um, But I feel like even though, and I'm not saying every every episode of this podcast is going to be about something serious or something like, no, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But at the same time, I do think that that's something that we need to talk about even when it's not popular. Just to remind people sometimes, like, hey, this still going on. Yes. Life is good right now. It, Ain't but, nothing crazy on the news. But, but this shit's still this shit's real. This still G. happening. Yeah. That's important. You know what I'm that's saying? Important. So I think for me, that's like a, a, a race that I need to continue to run regardless of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So whatever that race is in your life, that's the challenge of the week is to to remind yourself of whatever race you're running and, and to keep going on with it. And, you know, again, the quote is, when the, when the finish line is unseen and the distance is unknown, you see who you really are. Because a lot of the races we run, there's no, ain't, don't no, even know. ain't no end to the shit. We don't know where it's at. That show shit just be for life. And you either going to keep going or you going to give up. Racks. That's it. So that's the show for tonight. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all coming through. All right, next time.